Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You're about to listen to a podcast full of wonder, excitement, and discovery. It's time for an adventure through Odyssey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Adventures Through Odyssey podcast, Odyssey Revisited. I'm Will here with John, and if you've been following our social medias or our Instagram, you'll know I've been teasing the idea of an Adventures in Odyssey trivia game. And I think a lot of you have said yes, so we might have a legit Adventures in Odyssey game show in the pipeline. What? Okay. I don't follow our social media. One, because I'm not on social media. Haven't heard anything about this. And two, well, as someone who has done a little dabbling into copyright law, you can copyright uh, fictional facts. So we could get sued over this. I I think if we just say it's for fun, we won't get sued over this. I guess if we don't charge for it. I don't know. I don't know how this all works. Yeah, well, if you if you read the Google Calendar, you'd know we had a meeting about it. I don't think we have a Google Calendar. Actually, I don't know how it works with that, because there are things like that that exist, but there's a classic case involving a Seinfeld trivia book. Well, if we're not publishing anything. That's fair. Okay, now, we have, we've been using a Google Calendar for like three years now. I have to have all these meetings by myself. I know this is a bit... How do you know it's a I've, I've heard I've heard you give me enough flack about this podcast before that you certainly would have mentioned and you never read the Google Calendar. Like I'm certain you would have complained to me about it if this was truly a thing. Okay, okay, I've been caught. Okay. So we've got some more episodes. I think you'll have heard our thoughts on whatever the second episode of seventy two hours is, or album seventy four. Buckle up. Man, I am, uh, I'm losing it today. It's almost Christmas and I'm starting to feel it. And it's freezing down here in South Carolina, so. 
Oh, so cold down in South Carolina. What is it? The 50s? The 40s, actually. It's the 20s here. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's colder. I know Chicago's having a polar vortex. Eh, polar vortex, I think, starts on tomorrow or Thursday. At least you have a wife to keep you warm. I only have Gracie, who won't hold still for more than 30 seconds. Well, you just got to be gentle. If I were, when you were a child, children, you would take our dog Hershey, and I feel like you tried to hug her, but you'd like lean back with her, and I'd always see a panic look on her face. Uh, Hershey was a panicky dog, so. Hmm. Um. Anyway, before this gets any more awkward, onto the episodes. But yes, keep an eye out for that Adventure and Odyssey trivia show because I've got some uh, very, very fun ideas for it. Hold on, everyone. It's time to be real. Okay. Stop. Is it actually? Yes. I'm not I'm not on any social media, even this supposed real social media. But we get to, they get to see behind the scenes fun of our podcast. I suppose. Anyway, moving on. The first episode for real this time, Lincoln Parts 1 and 2. Jimmy uses the Imagination Station to travel back to the 1800s. He meets up with a fellow named Abraham Lincoln in D.C., but events soon take a drastic turn. I mean, I like the episode quite a bit. I think it's a good history episode. Yes. You know, I, I think part of the issue uh to me is that you know it is just the story of lincoln yes you know it's like and it i think because it's like sometimes i feel like they're more willing to do a little more like like not like looser on the bible stories but like talk about other perspectives jimmy's like and very, though, I guess, like, some weird stuff happens. Like, he gets, like, kidnapped almost. Yeah, they need, hostage. they need so two I parts. Guess, I don't know. I guess I like this episode. But, like, the things I have to say about it are more, like, weird little, like, questions about the Imagination Station. Like, the idea that Jimmy was has been gone for days or weeks. In the program? Yeah. Right, like, because he gets, like, held up, and then Lincoln's like, well, I haven't seen you since then, like, a few weeks ago. The war's ended since then. I mean, I'm assuming it's just time jumps and stuff that the machine can do, because it's well weird. But I don't recall the time. So is Jimmy, like, he in a time jump where he's still thing, or is it, like, a weird dream where you're like, oh, like, a two weeks have gone by, but it's just kind of like... This, like, weird, like, sense of time. I mean, there is that episode later where they basically gaslight Renee in the Imagination Station for 24 hours. Yeah, I guess that's right. Uh, my bigger thing is the whole thing with the remote and J Mr. Whitaker telling Jimmy he can't change history. Like, all right, obviously we can't change history, but is he saying, and I think this is fine, the Imagination Station programs will always make sure that history goes the correct way? Yeah, that's, like, weird, too. It, you know, and I guess... I mean, I give credit to Whit for that, because, right, you don't necessarily want to change that. And I'm sure that was a question, like, why can't the kids change what happened? But then it also, like, weird, because it kind of, like, 
devalue some of like the autonomy they have. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. I mean, so the imagination station doesn't promote free will. Dun dun dun. Just kidding. Uh, it is. I think. I don't know. It, that's just a weird thing. I always remember. Like, I feel like he's in there for a while. And right, the whole. Now, I'll say this: Does every Lincoln story have to end with him dying? I guess. Because it's like the whole thing. I remember people talking about like Spielberg's Lincoln. It's not at all about his death. And then they just had to show him at the end getting shot. I don't disagree with that. It's become so ingrained in like his story that he gets assassinated that every history thing has to like show that even if that's not the story they're telling. Yeah, I don't disagree. Now that you say it. I mean, part of that is, you know, people have argued, I I think Lincoln was a very good president and like argued a lot of things, but some people, some contrarians have argued like if he hadn't been assassinated, he had many policies that weren't good. Although, you know, if you look at his results, uh, very good president. But, like, I think some... I think they do try to hammer that home because there's, like, a sympathy thing. And it kind of makes him this, like, otherworldly figure. It's a little bit like Kennedy. Yes. Like, Kennedy probably would have been criticized more had he not died. And so his death is intrig- like integral because it was, like, a president that did, like, oh, he did some big things. Like, some huge things. And, like, his death kind of said, like, who knows what could have been. I would agree with that. Uh, Although, arguably, Lincoln's death actually, if he hadn't died, things probably would have gone better with Reconstruction. The country would probably be in a better place than it is right now. But that's beside the point. Well, that is true. And, uh, actually, your Kennedy thing, if you've never seen the Natalie Portman movie, Jackie, it's something I wish they had explored more. Yeah. Because all they talk about is the great they could have done and not... Which, why not go a little deeper into that? This is the same person who did the Princess Diana movie with um, Twilight Girl from a few years ago. I can't think of her name. Kristen Stewart. Thank you, Kristen Stewart. Um, Although, no, I can't, I don't want to bring that up. That's definitely not a range 8 to 12. So let's get back to Odyssey. So I think this is a good history episode. Um, Again, I feel like we might need to have a rule about these history episodes that we make some notes and say more about them because I just never do. We just talked a bunch about it. We just talked about the underlying history of Lincoln in general, but right. It's kind of like, you know, history. I I like the guy who played Abraham Lincoln. Yes, that was good. I liked him. I thought he did a really good Lincoln voice. I I think I looked him up. It's Walker. Walker. Yes. Who plays? He's the character, a bunch of different characters. He's the character who premieres in the next episode. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, which is who? Well, let's find out in our next episode by any other name. Kurt Stevens runs for student council but lies a lot in his speeches, while Phil Phillips attempts to cash in on Odyssey's businesses, including Wit's End. Now, he's not mentioned, but this isn't the first episode of everyone's favorite window washer, Bernard oh, Walton. Bernard. Yes. Oh, that's... I'll, I'll say this. He did a... Good job. Yeah, and it's a good first appearance in that it's a character who could have easily been a one-off, but they managed to work him into more episodes. Anyway, so I have mixed feelings on this episode, because on one hand, 
Kurt is kind of flat out lying, especially about the ice cream and stuff. But there are things like more breaks from classes, that kind of thing, that you would believe a kid his age would think he could make happen. So it makes Lucy come off as just a little uptight in this episode. It's also hard because, like, this is, like, it's weird because, like, every, like, it seems like most children or, like, teen shows do, like, the running for student council story. And it's always, like, these big promises and will they ever be able to deliver them? And it's like, well... Probably not, because the student council doesn't have that much power. Yes. I remember the Arthur episode where they ran for, like, class president, and Binky won, like, by, like, uh, promising all this stuff. And, like, it's funny, because that episode was actually basically saying that, like, well, actually, like, appealing to what people want was, like, a smart strategy. Yes. Like, instead of, like, like mudsling at each other which i actually think is probably a better lesson to strictly be taken from like a a children's political episode right and Uh, actually so i i thought in this episode lucy joined the fray you know and runs by herself and she doesn't i'm thinking of some other show clearly uh yeah and i do wonder if a better message might have been sometimes you'll run on the best platform possible but you'll still lose now if Lucy had won and lost to Kurt, this episode would have a very unfortunate implication post-2016. But, um... Yeah, I mean, that's... I, I'm i curious if they'd ever do, like, a, like a how strict of a student council thing again. I mean, it, like, I think, I think even in focus, my guess is the writers are divided on certain political topics. You're probably right. And doing, like, an episode about, like, like, lot like, because this episode very clearly focused on, like, lying in politics, and I feel like today that would not be, unfortunately, would not be as easy of a, a slam dunk of, like, yeah, of course we want people to be honest in politics. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And again, I, I think Kurt, I know Kurt's being a blowhard, and I think he knows it. But he might not be lying, and who knows what all those campaign promises were. Uh, this is the first appearance of Bernard. Very good. Of, and I, I think the subplot's interesting. Uh, Wit is a little stubborn to change things. And obviously, I, I understand it's supposed to be the point of the episode, but y- you also wonder if Wit brought a person today how he'd react to some of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit like the whole episode kind of has a like a oh yeah, this like good nature, like this is how things are supposed to be sort of vibe. Yes, and this Which is also oh, go ahead. Bad, but it is like the whole episode is going for a very particular vibe that I don't Ye- know if applies well today. Yes, and this is also the episode where Chris gets replaced by that group of people for Adventures in Oncology, which, this is one of the first ten episodes I remember hearing, and it always confused me. Like, what's going on here? It is a weird joke. I mean, it's it's an it, the joke makes sense a hundred episodes in if you know the formula of the show, but... Yeah. A little out of nowhere, so... Yeah. All right, moving on. Bad luck. Robin is intent on proving that a chain letter won't cause her bad luck, but it would seem that there is some magical force working against her. I also, okay, another episode that I don't think ages particularly well. Well, because chain letters aren't a thing anymore, or... 
Well, chain, like, right, a kid's like, what's a chain letter? I guess you see, like, social media posts where it's like, like this now or receive, like, 10 years of bad luck. Right. I also feel like, huh? Or creepypastas on the internet. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll, well, I don't know about it who would ever do a creepypasta episode because I don't think they want kids to know that those exist. Mr. Whitaker, Ben drowned! Yikes. Uh, let's see if anyone gets that. Uh, yeah. But, but the, <laughs> that's funny. I, Thank you. it just feels like, yeah, the social media, like, I, I don't know if kids are aware of that or of like even how much bad luck is even like, <laughs> like, I even feel like, I mean, maybe it's just because I'm an adult now, but, like, the whole, like, superstition, like, oh, black cats, like, don't walk under ladders. Like, that almost feels like it's not even, like, a as culturally irrelevant of things anymore. I don't disagree, but I do like that the episode at least tries to give explainers for why some things are superstition. Uh, yeah, I actually think that's, like, really smart. I especially because some of them are like kind of like debunked like religious things like the latter yes like it's like oh that's like an interesting like thing to know about but i just i mean maybe i'm wrong maybe kids are running around on social media being like i had to like it or i get bad luck or like you know doing all that kind of stuff but i just i don't really like see that as much anymore and it really, like, I feel like a lot of the places I see it still propagated is in children's shows trying to disprove. Right. Now, for all I like know, bad luck. Probably you're right. For all we know, kids are freaked out by this stuff. But, yeah. I mean, for the time, it was a good episode. Only time Maud speaks until, like, episode 500. That's funny. Which was probably because before they decided Maud was going to be an off screen character. Yeah. Like,. I mean, I think it's a fine episode. It does end a little... The ending's all is, like, very serious. Yes, it, it is a very, very dark ending. Like, it's like this... Is this the one that mentions, like, the spiritual forces? Yes, it, Robin gets hit by a bike and all of that. Or by a car right. on her bike. <laughs> right, and it's like, I'm not, like, gonna... If, if it's the one I'm thinking of... I, I, I think I've just listened to a huge chunk of episodes lately and I'm I'm trying to remember if that this is one of them. Uh the, like the spiritual forces, like both good and bad in the world, and it's like you're getting real like heavy yes, with like it is. this. And it's not bad. I, I it's okay, so I guess it's like this. I guess it it seems a little over dramatic for like little superstition things. I get the idea. I mean, this is the same episode that has the dungeons, like the album that has like the Dungeons and Dragons yes. episode, I believe. So it's like, I get they were kind of, I think, trying to deal with these things where it's like, oh, it's like, gonna like spiral down to like worse things. Like, but it does go, sometimes things go from, like, 0 to 60. Like, it's just suddenly, like, oh, like, it's, like, a little things like black cats or, like, chain letters. Like, isn't this dumb and goofy? But they're like, no, this is serious because it implicates this. And it's like, I guess it can implicate that. But it almost sometimes feels like you're scaring kids by, like, I mean, talking about it in this. And I think that's, to some extent, what they were trying to do. Like, don't believe in superstitions. Don't play Dungeons & Dragons. Don't do this. Don't do that. 
I mean, I don't think you're wrong. And yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think this was sort of meant to freak kids out a little bit. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the last episode of this episode, Isaac the Courageous. Isaac Morton is we pressured to join. No, because Lincoln was two parts. Yeah, we did Lincoln, the election episode, bad luck, and what else? Uh. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Lincoln. Front Lincoln. By any other name, bad luck. Wait. One, <laughs> one, two, three. That's been four, a clerical error. Hmm. This is why I'm never allowed to do math. Isaac the Courageous. All right, on to the next episode. Isaac the Courageous. Isaac Morton is pressured to join the Bones of Wrath to fit in and hopes to prove himself that he has courage. I actually like this episode quite a bit. Yes. First I think appearance one of, the of Rodney. Isaac, yeah, first appearance of Rodney. I think a very strong Isaac episode. Yes. I think it's cool because, right, I actually think as an introduction to the Bones of Wrath, it's it's actually kind of a cool little, like, world-building episode where you, like, see him, like, taking initiate like, initiates for it. You kind of see these different phases. You kind of, it's kind of fun to see them kind of, like, stand a bunch of, like, you know, like, stand up to him at the end. Oh, yeah. But it, it's it's interesting that they brought it back. So I, I think some of it is knowing what they're going to do with the Bones of Wrath and, like, like in the future episodes, but I also think in of itself, it's kind of a good, it's generic as an episode, like, you know, kids, you know, like getting initiated into like a little club, like, or gang as a kid, I feel like is a thing that pops up in other children's media. Like, yeah, let's go join this group. I agree. And then it's a great ending about how bullies are all wimps, which I feel like is a bad message to teach kids, but okay. Um, just in well, case your bully isn't a wimp. Well, yeah, I mean, it's hard because they want... It's hard in a thing like this where they wanted to have, like, a big, like, happy ending. Like, yeah, you, like, stood up for yourself and isn't that good. But it's like, yeah, the reality is sometimes you stand up for yourself and you're going to get beat up. Agreed. Sorry, everyone. My headphones just fell off because I was trying to look cool. I think it it does depend. Like, okay, so like, sorry to reference Arthur again. I mean, Arthur's example is more like, oh, eat a bug. There we go. Like, the Arthur example is more like, eat a bug. Well, like, this is a little more like, yeah, why why don't you just do that? Yeah, walk to, like, on prove the yourself walk on the thin ice but right and i i like that the episode ends with us making sure hey what isaac did was brave as opposed to strand himself on top of the rope john may have already said that while struggling with my headphones i don't know yeah. but and I, 
And I do like that, and I don't know if Rodney was meant to be a reoccurring character, but it is really good that they brought him back, because even in this episode, he is such a dynamically formed character. Yeah, it's it's very well done. So. But again, yes. I like I feel bad that we don't have more to say this album, but a lot, like, I feel like last episode we talked a bunch, but I feel like a lot of these are kind of, like, form episodes. Like, a little yes. bit, like... Like, oh, like, this is a very, like, kind of cliche story, so we're kind of just talking about the cliches, or it's like, it's the story of Lincoln, and it's like, I don't know what to say. I mean, like, the Lincoln story has been told a bunch of times, and it's not like, let's focus on, like, young Abraham Lincoln running for office. Yeah, that would have been kind of cool. Yeah. All right. Last episode... Two sides to every story. Jimmy and Donna tell their parents two different versions of how their TV caught on fire. Never throw water on an electrical fire. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know why Chris said that. We all figured that from the episode. Well, apparently... Okay, right, that's the weird thing. Apparently firefighters complained, if I recall correctly. Like, they talked about this in, like, one of those behind-the-scenes things. Like, it's like, firefighters complain that a kid might do it. But it's like, right, it actually, like, they, in the episode, they show that it's a dumb idea. Yes. So it doesn't really make sense. So, I mean, I hate to say it, another kind of cliche, you know, it's a Rashomon story. Yes, although I don't know how many shows do those, to be honest. Oh, I mean, I feel like, I feel like my thing here, I think a lot of shows do it, but it's normally, like, way more over the top. Like, here's, like, a really, like, idea, like, uh, idealized version of it. Yes. So, like, going back to Arthur, because Arthur and Odyssey has done most of the ripoff ones. Like, that, like, they do the whole one about the souffle falling on the ground. Right. But it's real over the top. These seem like two very, like, more kind of serious retellings. True. Which is why I think it doesn't, like, work as well. as I mean, it works as well, I guess, as a more serious version. But, like, usually when kids stories do it, it's because they're like, oh, you can really do, like, some real funny, like, stuff. Like, you can really, like, mess around with it. Well, I also think because it's Odyssey, they wanted to paint a more relatable situation. It's but I, true. I, I do agree. Like they could have made it goofier. Yeah. And this is one of the extremely rare fourth wall breaks in an episode where apparently Donna goes to beat up Jimmy, and Jimmy says, "I tell you the rest, Dad." But this is a family show. <laughs> well, I didn't take that as a as a fourth wall break. I always, although I, it probably is. I always thought it was just him joking, like, because he's like, nothing really happened, so he's just trying to, like, stand back. Well, because I was going to say, because in the real version, Donna attacking Jimmy never really comes up, but in both versions, it's semi-hinted at that she did. Yeah, which is which is pretty funny, to be completely honest. Yes. The theme of the episode, according to the wiki, is opinions... Um, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's about people's opinions of what happened. It, I don't know. It's, like, true. Like, people have different, like, like perspective. I, so, on the actual website, it says behavior and character, honesty, 
which I guess is a little bit better. I mean, the honesty aspect is kind of what comes through. It's like, why didn't you tell us what really happened? Yeah, I would agree. Now, also, also wh- oh, you can make the argument that is how they saw it happening in their own heads, especially because for a good chunk of the story, they're apart from each other. Like in that Arthur episode you're referencing, both Arthur and DW witnessed basically the exact same event. Yeah. Well, my whole thing is right. Like, I feel like kids of different ages have, like, probably skewed perspectives. Yes. Where I don't think it's crazy to be like, oh, I did this. I guess it's like when it's like they get it's Oscar, right? That is correct. In his last episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Rip. But like, apparently I'm the weird thing about Oscar being the intermediary is that um, wouldn't he have Jimmy's side more? Probably. Like, uh, like the- that's one thing that I always like. So J- Oscar's just like, here's everything that happened. And would just sell Jimmy out of like, here's the exact beats for beat what happened. Well, it doesn't sound like he sells Jimmy out more than he tells his version. And the dad puts the rest together. Yeah. Because remember, there's a good chunk of the story that Oscar isn't in, so... Yeah. It's true. I mean, it's pretty obvious to be like, oh, they both did it. I don't know. It's just kind of like, it does go a little over the top. Oh, definitely. Like, the fire department. I remember the beginning of this episode, it's like, it's our house! Dun-dun! Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun! Yeah, but I think probably it could have been chilled down a little bit. But, I mean, I think it's fine. It's a good episode, but it's just could have been a little different. Yes. What the heck is going on? My wife is delivering me some beverage. Okay. Are you sure you don't need a minute? I can turn off the... Oh, it's fine. We're basically done anyway. Well, that wraps up today's episode. Join us again next week for six more exciting episodes. And get ready for the brand new year of Odyssey with some exciting things we have in the pipeline that John doesn't know about because he doesn't look at the Google Calendar. There's no Google Calendar. I'm sorry if Will's mic sounds really bad right now. He's about a half an inch away from it. And he won't listen to my advice to move further back. I did back up. Ow! (laughs) Shut up. I'm Will. I'm John. We'll see you next week. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to, no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet full of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E-2-0.